Welcome to the Ross, L and Luke show. My name is Ross Pepper. Almost 15 years ago, I discovered we are all infinitely more powerful than we realize. And now it's my life's purpose to help you discover your greatness. Alistair McDonald. Hey, Ross. Al is, has founded multiple businesses, including one he recently took from startup to 50 mil turnover. He works as a business coach, helping teams achieve powerful results. And we have Luke Farrar. Hello. Luke is the CEO and founder of LF Signs. He loves sales so much, I think he'll never give it up. So he'd best introduce himself. Yeah, so I'm an, I'm an all-around nice guy, great salesman, funny as fuck, extremely good-looking, uh, and I don't know what modesty is as yet, but I'm, I'll find it eventually. <laughs> Thanks, mate. The three of us are Aussie blokes, we're dads, and we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a lot of mistakes and learned a few things about life, love, relationships, and business. And we're here to share those with you. You may get three different perspectives or you may get one universal agreement. But whatever you take away from today, you can be absolutely guaranteed we enjoyed delivering it to you. The captain was just in case. Just in case, There was a yep. guy who was a very well-known, very reputable you know, uh, speaker. Mm-hmm. And he... And, <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was talking about saying <laughs> coat dealer. Well, I, I, I don't know, because I can't remember his name. My coach told me about this a couple of years ago. And that he virtually opened with that whole, yes. you know, I'm here to do X. If that's not what you're here for, then fuck off. Yeah. You know, and, and it literally that way. And again, I've wrestled with that. What, being polite? I've wrestled with who I am and how I am. And what's appropriate and what's right and what's wrong and was and he being funny? Not, was he being was no, he being, being fun serious? To it? Yeah, being totally serious. That's not yeah. the experience that I have of you. I understand because that. your language is quite colourful. Yeah, I understand that, <clears throat> and I and I've experienced that response from a lot of people that are prepared to just acknowledge that. So what you're saying is you're toning it down for the external world, oh, and inside your mate, head, there's way more F's. Mate, I'm gonna see you next Tuesday, bloke, all the way home. <laughs> so. Yes, totally. In fact, my sister swears more than anybody I know because she hung around me when we were growing up. So, I'm serious though, like it's, there's so many noises around how we have to be or should be. Yeah. And I was very challenged by that because I had a, for so, the way I've put it recently, I don't know if I've said this to you, I've always been like this teddy bear hiding in a grizzly bear suit. Yeah. And so, I get that now. I didn't get that. That's what. So people saw me as a grizzly bear, but I, I was just as scared of them as they were of me. Yeah. And neither of us would acknowledge that. <laughs> so all the and all the other stuff, because when someone's having a go at you for how you are, you don't know what it is. So you. So when someone has having, has been having a go at me for how I am, I didn't know what. So I decide what it is. Oh, they didn't like my language. They didn't like. What I said, they didn't like yeah. this, they didn't like... I lived a life like that for a long time. There's no joy in that, is there? Oh, mate. In fact, that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. So the fact that this has happened organically is awesome. So let me introduce and welcome everyone to episode 51. This is going to go live with like a preamble. Is <laughs> that what you're telling us? Yep, exactly we've, we've, done it, we've done it hashtag ass about. <laughs> yeah? We'll start from the back, just waffle. Yep, weather, fuck, don't know, whatevs, yep. Well, that's how we started in yeah. episode one. So why would episode 51 be any different? Ah, we ought to, we oh, ought to yeah. 
Hang on, I, I'm gonna have to rewind the tape. I don't even like you just said. I wasn't, I wasn't present. I wasn't listening. It's yeah. Well, that's probably going to be episode number fifty-two now. Is being present? What, why because... wasn't Luke listening and being present? Well, that's a good question, um, or or just a really big waste of time, because I now have no idea what we were talking. about. It was about. joy. You were about to say you were about to talk about Correct. joy, weren't you? Correct. And being. No? I'm getting right. people nodding at me. And I'm just thinking joy. it's a champagne that's kicking in from the last one that's still... It's joy. It's joy. Joy's mm. awesome. Yeah, I miss joy. Yeah. And I feel that... Like, like you said, is that example, you know, the trainer's coming out and he's been a straight shooter. That's what it is. He's going to get... Some people are going to align with it. Some people aren't. You know what I mean? But where, where's the where's the joy in that? Well, what he's realised, I believe, is that... It could, be a, it could actually be a lot of things. Yeah, but at at its core, it's he has a place to stand and a and a voice to speak, and there are people that are waiting for that. Yeah, there's plenty who don't want to hear it. Yeah, there's plenty that are waiting for it. Yep. and if he does not do it, he is failing all of those people. Yeah, so that's Gary what he's v. going for. You guys listen to Gary V at all? Oh, I, I, I yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah I have, one, for, like I have for probably probably a good three or four years. Solid. Yeah. 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 So he he doesn't you know he doesn't pull his punches. He's pretty direct about it and his language and his way of being about it. Yeah, and people love him. He's softened a bit, though. He used to be like, nah, you know, it's 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 all about the grind and, you know, fucking outworking people. <laughs> no, but that's... that's And that's listen, right. to motivate people and entrepreneurs, that's fantastic. His shift, he's shifting more into the spiritual yeah, side of things. And, and you can you can hear it. He's, he's working out. Because well, he used to eight, go, I got eight. fucking time to work out. What are you fucking, mate? Next, it's the, it's the eight levels. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he's uh, he's evolving through them, and he's getting to a and place where it's listening, yeah. listening as well, and um, you know, being good with people and empathy. So you know, like there's little things for him, but he's still full on. Mm. He just brings it in a slightly spiritual, toned down manner. Because if you listen to podcasts from him maybe four years ago, you'd be going, "Fuck!" Like I've mm. passed it on to people, and they go, "Man, this guy's just like." Get out of bed and fucking do something. Yeah, you want yeah. to be something. But Tony Robbins is like that at times. Yeah, too. yeah. But Gary is consistently, you know, like that, yeah. just pummeling so it. So Tony's a bit different. Even when he is intense, he's not like that. There are some moments he, where he'll be doing this, because yeah. he has this patter, and then he will every now and then just go, you know, fucking, <laughs> yeah, he will. That. He will do that occasionally. To, to yeah. break through, and that's... That's right. And yeah, then, yeah. And that they different all... things are required in different different times. Yeah. And that's what I learned all the time. Going back to the end of my story, that's what I learned. I have a role to play, which is to always cut through, not wait for a moment, just mm-hmm. always be in that space. Yeah, because I have the I have the energy and the intensity to maintain that. And do what you do. And do what I do. That's my job. And yeah. People that don't like it. That's great. They can they can come and fucking slap me. They can yeah. bitch at me. They can, well, you're not the right you're not the right yeah, message for them. They can buy me flowers. They can do whatever. <laughs> They're not, you're not the right message for them. Steak. So whoever's you're the right message next. for them. Yeah. <laughs> I think joy and fun as well. Yeah, for me, I miss fun, you know. like Right now? Oh, just in general in life, you know what I mean? I was That's like, what I mean, right yeah, now having, in your life. Yeah, so gratitude is, I suppose gratitude and joy. So celebrating those wins, you know, because it might be monumental achievement, you know. Team are like, yeah, woo. I'm like, yeah, next. You know, what are we doing next? And life will go by so quick, and you're just like, "Well, I haven't 
seen the joy in that. It's not been always the case, but there's some things like, again, my body, my head has prompted me to, you know, go, hey, don't miss out on, on this important stuff. So joy. And for me, joy is having fun as well, like making people laugh. Like I really, I don't know, a long time ago, someone said comedian and I was like, yeah, you know, might be a good, good opportunity to get up and, and, and have a crack at something that's uncomfortable for me personally. But little things, you're in business, why can't the accounts department just ring up someone who owes money and go, where's the cash? Not even, hi, how are you? Mm-hmm. It's from, yeah. <laughs> it's just, where's like the cash? That. Sorry, where are you from? Like that. That, I'm just after the cash, have you got the cash? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, like is, yeah, this is like, yeah. you know, chopper read sort of stuff. Well, if, right? we, if we get your photo as well, just, just, yeah, yeah. just get your little and bit of stubble. I was teaching me seven-year-old. Right? Treat wine with a three-day growth, and we your photo and those words. I reckon they'd be yeah, the handlebars. A couple of tats. Yeah, yeah handlebars. Handlebars. Um, you know what? Neville Bartos. I, I still cut love... one of your ears off as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I still love the handlebar. Like that was I've I've had facial growth all my life. Well, not all my life. Um, I had to grow up first, but from the age of eighteen up until I got married basically yeah. I always had some kind of facial growth whatever it was I you know, tried out the mutton chops wow they were amazing yeah. um, tragic and yet I yeah I got the confidence one day to, to wear them but the handlebars was always my favourite love the handlebars they're coming um, back in I've seen a few footy players who've the missus is not a big fan of nah. natural growth, especially the hand. Most aren't, yeah. So how's your relationship going? We'll Have check the beard, all mate. Have you tried all lengths? Well, she doesn't like the look of facial hair. That's yeah. what it is. More There's also anything. feel. Yes, there is. But she's, yeah, she's, as I said, when we met, though, when we met, <laughs> when we met, um, I did have facial hair. But uh, it was much more respectable. Last year, I had the full, like, the Grizzly so Adams, have, or? I have Iranian ancestry, which is not Islamic ancestry. All right? It's different. It's Iranian. However, this is, the only thing that's Iranian about me is the big, when I grow the facial hair, it's this big, bushy, yeah, massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had that last Grizzly year. Grizzly Adams. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But he got it from the, from the Iranians, mate. So <laughs> I had that last year, and I remember, cause, and it was, every, like, so you could barely see my mouth. Mm-hmm. I remember I was out having dinner with my son and he just started laughing while, while we were eating dinner. And I'm like, what's so funny? He's like, it's like the food goes near your mouth and it just disappears in all the hair. It's gone. You got some for later. <laughs> yeah. Which I'd never thought about. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. There's all levels of entertainment. Mm. With well, I mostly got rid of mine for my audience because when I'm public speaking, some people go, oh, you're hiding. And I'm like, well... No, I just like having facial hair and I dislike shaving. Did you karate chop him in the neck? Go listen. Fucking pull your head in. Looks good, mate. Check out the mirror. Well, I've only heard it from women and blokes without facial hair. Not good enough. So maybe maybe they're just jealous they can't grow it. I don't know. But but Or what would not be hiding if I take my shirt off? Yeah, because for me, for me, it's natural. Take, if I drop my pants and I'm not hiding anymore, like what yeah, will yeah. it take? For, <laughs> Let me show you hiding. <laughs> Hide this. Um, no, but I, I, I'm calling out the goal for people to come up and go. Well, I think your moustache is hiding something. Is this fucking really? Yeah. <laughs> like that. Um, so yeah, being frank and honest, and a bit of fun, and they're like, "Oh God, you're a bit strange." And you're going, "Yeah, you need to sit back down and let me talk, right? Because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to listen." Yeah. So. Let the handlebars so, do the talk. Yeah, the, the handlebars, yeah, I don't know how that was. And, and stroke them, just lean over a bit of Vaseline or something, you know. You can't, if you, you have them, you can't help but stroke them because you've got to keep Dom, them out of the mouth. Dom Tolman. 
Does he have handlebars? Yeah. He does. And it's weird. And a cowboy got, hat. He's got grey hair and black handlebars. Like, is, does he buy his handlebars? <laughs> the 70s and 80s cricketer? It's yeah, like probably. a standard, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, it's very much that look. How yeah. do we get on to fucking handlebars in five minutes? Uh, <laughs> Must joy. have been good. Joy. Joy. Yeah. Joy. joy. Handlebars <laughs> are joy. Until the bloke came up and said you're hiding behind something. It's like, what? Yeah, look behind this hand. Boom, there's a fist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit full on, Ross. No. Yeah, true though, but it's funny that people can pick shit out of anything. Mm. Yeah. Well, and that's, so that is where we started. It's, I was living in that space of expe- expecting to be challenged for everything. Yeah. And what I, what I now know, what I now know only in the last few months, didn't even know it, say five years ago, one year ago, is that what I'm, I think this goes back to something you've said recently. You know, what I'm perceiving is going on is not necessarily what's going on. Yeah, well, just those things that... My thoughts are my thoughts. They're not the thoughts... They just mean else. it. They mean a bit less and they affect you a bit less, you know, moving forward as something that, you know, it's not about responding or reacting for sure, but knowing yeah. what it is. Or react, do it, however, do it with a purpose. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. It is my role to please everybody. Well, of course not. Nobody can do that. Nobody can do that. Yeah. Well, that's a belief. That's yeah, right. but that's... It's a pretty easy one to believe. It is, yeah. Everybody is so different and trying to find what pleases so them. So the most really omnipotent hard. being in our universe is God and he does not please everybody. So nobody can please everybody. Oh, well, he intentionally doesn't. Exactly. That's where I'm going. So if our <laughs> Uber leader intentionally doesn't please everybody, well, that's a guy, isn't it? Our job is not to intent is intentionally mm. not to please everybody. Well, no, our our job is just to enjoy our life. Do we? Uh, in fact, well, there's a there's a um, a guru out there that says, if the intention of life is to experience everything. Yeah, yeah. So just to experience everything is is in his opinion the intention of life, um, and we get to experience everything. But so many people live in a way that hides opportunity of experience to repeat the same experiences again and again, regardless yeah. of circumstance. Yeah. Regardless of circumstance they're in, they'll experience it the same as they've experienced the rest of their life. That movie, Groundhog Day, was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It's one of my faves. Oh, it's awesome, same. Yeah. 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 And that's exactly it. It's, it. it's just, we've got opportunity around us all the time. Mm. And will we take it? Absolutely. And and it's you know that could be a, an episode on its own as well. Just talking about you know so many people don't see opportunity. Mm. They there's a, such a lack of opportunity, and yet there's always infinite opportunity in any moment. Yep. Mm. Like right in this second now, there is infinite things that I could be doing. People go, oh no no no, and I go, well yeah sure, I could smash the microphones that we're speaking in. I could throw the table upside down. I could run around, you know, rip my clothes off. And people are going, what? what? They're not options. Well, no, actually, they really are options. They're not options I'm choosing to take. But the moment you say that they're not options, suddenly you're saying there's no there's no options. You could also read poetry. I could read poetry. Or, or so that, yeah, let's be more sensible about my a, suggestions. Become yeah. a slam become, poet and just 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 channel it. Yeah. Out of the universe. Yeah. Or you could just say it for what it is, and it'll pass. It's just a fucking thing. It'll happen. It'll yeah. move on. And then that's it. Are You'll you be... saying we should just sit here in silence for a bit? Yeah. Nah, we'll, 
But that, yeah, so we're throwing some, some background music. Yeah, hey, John Cage did it. It worked. And the, yeah, there's well, there's no wrong or right. It's just those those little things that piss everyone off consistently have less meaning, have less impact on your life. Uh, you know, when you've got a bit more clarity around potentially why we would turn the table over or, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And not trying to solve the reason why I am so angry. It's just, well, fucking it's a thing. And Well, no, there's a biblical story where Jesus did that in the temple. Yeah. Because the, I, I think know, it was I, the I, Pharisees. Yeah. So what happened was in the, in the ancient Jewish temple, they, they were running markets. So the temple became a place of commerce. And he found that a little bit offensive. So he went in there and just trashed it. Yeah, got all fucking Mike Tyson oh, on was, their ass. He was God's representative, and I was like, "What are you doing oh. with commoners in his house?" Yeah, yeah. So the it's actually WTF, love it. Yeah, do you have? A, he had handlebars. <laughs> There's a correlation here, man. Goes way back. Right. Chippy. Right. Yeah. It's chippy. Good with well, his hands. It's interesting. In my uh, in my early twenties, um, a lot of people used to say I looked like Jesus. So I had really long hair and and, uh, and facial growth, and they're like, "Dude, you look so like Jesus." You should get the. You got any old pictures? Can you post this shit uh, with the? You know, let's get it up, mate. Let's get some. I've I've, I've got pictures of me with dreadlocks. <laughs> used to, awesome. Yeah, I used to play in a rock band, punk band actually. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Pretty outrageous too. I think I've got a I shot Kurt, Kurt Cobain T-shirt on too. <laughs> nice. Pretty apt at the time too. It was yep, like a week yep. after he did it. Yeah. Well, we all shot Kurt Cobain. Yeah, but it was geez, yeah. reaction and, to that no good. Uh, I I did by the way remember oh, what uh, what it was that the connection was that I wanted to talk about, which was taking on other people's stuff. And it came up in that conversation just then about what you know people are saying and this yeah. criminal past and yeah. someone says something to you and to offend you and <clears throat> you know what? Who cares what someone else says? Here's another view. Take on other people's stuff when they're the right people. So there's a commonly held view, I don't know about psychology, but in the world of coaching and, and mentoring, etc., where where as human beings, in every moment we have the opportunity to be kind of quite small and and animal like or mm. full huge sized yep. spiritual mm-hmm. energetic and so the one some people see us the one way and some people see us the other way. And that's a function mm. of how we are being and how they respond to how we are being. Mm. Uh, no, I find that purely, in my experience, it's purely being how they are. That's that's fine. However, we're then putting all the responsibility back on them. How we are being does have an impact. Uh, so, no, what okay. you said was how, they, how, they're ex- how they're being. How we are being and how they are experiencing how yeah. we're being. There's two functions there. There are. It's a little bit abstract, I, I'm sorry. No, 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 it's all cool. If it's I'm cool. being an Just asshole, the way, the way said if I'm it. being yeah. an asshole, yeah. by my own judgment and knowing that I'm being an asshole that person, it's reasonable for them to see me as an asshole. Yeah. Now, some people will rise above that and say, well, no, he's not an asshole, he's, yes. he's acting like one. Yeah. However, that's in our normal everyday life, how we are how we are acting will land on another person and how where they're at in this in their, in that moment in time they may see through that or they may get sucked into that or, or whatever. Well, it's, I found it very natural for people to operate at a higher level than what they're operating at when they're in an environment where that exactly. is happening. And that's, it's natural for them to just raise to that's that level. It. That's what it's all about. Yeah. So I get to I get to create someone in the way I listen to them 
You know, if you listen to someone as being amazing and inspiring, and then you talk to them, they're going to be way more amazing and inspiring than if you sit there and go, this person's an idiot, and then talk to them. Mm. Like, it's just, it's black and white, mm. which is kind of what you were talking about then. Yeah, yeah. And, and that, so, and of course, you, you were challenging the, 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 how we are acting versus how we're being received. You're challenging that, and that's okay. Because that's my point. My point is, our job is to keep acting at what we know is our highest potential. Yeah. No matter what the response. Yeah. So uh, the the mm. challenge that I think with this conversation for for me is that you know I don't know what kind of access our listeners have to um, to what level they operate at. A lot of people in the world are at effect of their environment. Can I put it in plain language? If you feel shit. And that's the way you think. Yes. Luke's put that out there. Your thinking yeah, right. determines if your you feeling. If you feel shit, yeah. it's because you think shit. That's it. And if you don't like that, no problem. Keep enjoying your shit life. If you think differently, you will feel differently. And if you want access to that, then speak to somebody who understands that. Yeah. So there's there's a few things. There's, there's one is how do we not be an effect of what others say? That's one of the conversations that's kind of... And I've found that challenging. I have found that challenging. Yeah. There's there's one is how do we um, then, you know, being conscious of how we see the people in our world so that they can be at a higher level. Because mm. if we see them as dirt, you know what? They can only ever be dirt. There's that, you know, they, they took two secretaries. One of them was awesome at the job. One of them was horrific at their job. And they swapped them over. The one that was really bad, they told was... They just simply told them they were awesome at their job. The one that was really good, they simply told them they were terrible at their job. And what happened is the one that was really good became really bad, and the one that was really bad became really good. Now, hopefully hopefully they then told the one who had become really bad that they were really good and they fixed that, but that was what happened over over time. That people then became what was expected of them. Uh, So therefore, if you have people... When they did not have the capacity to hold themselves outside of that. Yes. Absolutely, which is why I think that that's potentially the first conversation that needs to be had is how do we free ourselves from our environment mm. and the stuff that's going on. Because I fully believe that if someone is being a dick, they're being rude to you, they're being, you know, whatever it is, they're trying to put you down, um, it's actually their stuff and completely none of our business. Yep. For us to get in, to, for us to buy into it and think that it's anything about us, it's actually none of our business what they're going through. Now, you can ask them, you can say, hey, look, I can tell that you're going through something right now. It doesn't look like you're having a lot of fun. That might upset them, but you can put it whichever way you want. Um, I can see you're going through something right now. Mm. Can I help? You know, is there something I can do? Do you want to share it with me? Do you want to, do you want to get it off your chest um, in, a, in a more constructive way than, than this? Because um, I would be happy to help you. If you don't want that, then, I'll, you know, good luck. I'll be on my way. Um, but to buy into it is, is really... A poorly thought out decision. Not thought out, probably. Well, yeah. At some, <laughs> at some point as a child, it's you just took stuff on. Like as yeah. a child, we just take stuff on. Yeah. The first seven years are called the imprint. We just take stuff on. So when someone says something to us, we just take it on. We haven't learnt the mechanism of going, you know what? That's your stuff, not my stuff. Mm. Is it good or is, is it an enlightened thought? Or is it a, you know, a, 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 a horrid thought or a negative thought or a depressed thought or anything that's not going to serve me if it's something that's not going to serve me 
I'm really sorry that you're experiencing that right now. How can I help you to experience life better? Well, mate, I was not a traditional parent, but I never had a conversation like that with my kids before they were seven. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I have. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't, but I, I was not a traditional parent. I certainly had other conversations with them that were empowering for them. I know that. Yeah. I didn't, but I didn't have that. Yeah. So for me, it was still, you know, yeah, they're special and, and yes, they have a voice and yes, I'll listen to them. However, I have a job to do being their parent. Yeah. That's where I was at mm. at that stage. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. But yeah, for someone to know that they are enough, know they're good enough, uh, and know that the only acceptance they need is their own. Yeah. Is yeah, all you need important. to know. Yeah. Mm. To just skip straight past that. Yep. That stuff coming at you is not your stuff. It's their stuff. Yep. They have something. Someone's done something to them, and they're just trying to get that off. Typically, it's an imbalance in power. Someone's done something to someone. They felt weak. They saw the other person felt strong. They've instinctively go, well, I don't want to be weak. I want to be strong. I'm going to do it to somebody else. Mm. Uh, now I feel strong and they feel weak, but it, nobody in that situation feels good. Like, there's no good yeah, feelings no as a result of that. Even yeah. the person who's gone, well, I don't feel weak anymore. They still don't feel good. Because as a human being, we are, I believe we are genetically dispo dispositioned to connect and, and need others. Like the human race only survives today because we are a community, because we are tribal, because we have that innate need for that connection. Because yeah. if we didn't, that lone wolf back in the, you know, 100,000 years ago, that lone wolf that said, I don't need anyone else and ran off on his own, got eaten by a saber-toothed tiger and, and, and that was the end of that. So genetically, the only human beings that survive today are those that are inbred to have a need for, to fit into society. Therefore, creating the three universal fears which are really just the same, that, that one I just mentioned, it is, um, I'm not good enough, I'm not lovable, um, and I don't fit in. And they're the way it shows up because we have this need to fit into society. And that's what keeps us operating as a society, makes us successful as a society, however, is not positive in the way it shows up. Yeah. The moment we get, we're in, we are lovable, we are enough. And the only acceptance we need is our own. The moment we get that, we're free of that kind of genetic thing that pulls us together and we get to experience life at a higher level. Mm. And that's scary for some people. Well, it's, it's easy, yeah. but it's hard. Yeah, <clears throat> it's easy to operate at it. <clears throat> it's easy to spray people and be negative and, you know, that's the easy part, you know. You know what? It's way easier to love people. Yeah, People, familiar yeah familiar so some, some people don't see it that way yeah like it is it is easier to be you know reactionary and aggressive and no it's just and familiar mm. I think it's way easier to love and connect with someone when they know how yes it can be unfamiliar yeah I think that's a big thing it's so unfamiliar just to love people unconditionally regardless of who they are well it's there it's always there just mask behind yeah, yeah. everything else that's been yeah. laid over the top. It is. So they just have to and it is, see I mean, those I believe little, it's so much easier. Yeah. Those little bits that come through and that start looking over there a bit more. Yeah. Because there's nothing bits. you need to do. There's nothing you need to say. There's nothing to just love someone. Yeah. You can just sit there and you can be with them and they can do whatever they do. They can be yelling and screaming at you and you can just go, this is an amazing human being I'm sitting here in front of. And they're just going through some stuff yeah. right now. And I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna watch them go through their stuff. And when they're finished, I'm, I'm still gonna be here for them. Yeah. I don't need to say anything to be here for this person. Um, they can feel it. 
you know when you're in front of someone you know without any words being exchanged if they care about you or not agreed or not fair yeah yeah it's a yeah it's a feeling yeah a connection yeah yeah for one their middle finger's not up so yeah (laughs) that's yeah that's a different different interaction but yeah you got it you got to feel the situation i go on gut yeah Yeah, but it's having that clarity at times to be able to go on intuition instead of masking it all the time with you know have you ever said to someone who's just gone nuts at you and just gone rah 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 and spat out whatever was going on for them and just gone you know what i love you and think you're amazing no no i haven't i mean i I laughed before because i'm like you know if we did that to a guy who's going crazy in traffic and you know enrage him further i know people if i said that too they'd be like yeah yeah you're taking the piss i do blow kisses at people who are going up in traffic i do do that so i guess it's but that's that's going from (laughs) but remember they're they're so they're so far down the down in the weeds that it it just it actually makes no sense to them at the time do you know what i mean to to do that for, for them you need to be neutral yeah anything above anything positive like anything above neutral yeah. is is offensive to them because they're on the other side of that neutral you need to bring them to neutral to be able to lift yeah it's just yeah. those you know yeah i hear you mate you know yeah, yeah. You, you know you've had you've had your crack it's good get it all out need a hug and introduce the love <laughs> you know? yeah so it's not like yeah i love you so like, what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like but people respond differently you know if they're close to you they'd probably understand that a bit more and respond you know well to yep. it but yeah i agree well if you've got a kid who does that tell them that i have yep. and uh the results are astonishing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can be like oh yeah right my kids are funny like that but i just say ah it's just a thing oh but it's real dad it's all happening us yeah it's cool of course it is like mm, it is happening <laughs> yeah, and they're like what <laughs> i get all rhetorical and you know mysterious and i'm not but just just It'll go away, man. Yeah. Yep. I have no idea what this episode was about other than several different things. But it was definitely about uh, finding our own voice and, and being that. Finding our own voice and being that. Yes. Yeah, like yeah, that. that's right. And joy. Yeah, joy. Yeah. 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 Where's the cash? I have a... Um, sorry to extend this, Ross. I know you don't like extensions. Um, <laughs> He'll just cut it out anyway. Al <laughs> talking now. <laughs> I have a these uh, these thirty minute episodes really only five minutes after I've edited out all your talking. Go, go. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad I make the effort. I feel good always, so it doesn't yeah. matter. It's my yeah. therapy. It's good. So I have a Viking ancestry, and we know this because we have a Viking blood disease. And I didn't. I don't have that blood disease, but I do have this massive sort of vein issue. And there's this whole world of alternative therapists who, uh, and, they're, and they're quite unanimous actually, that so it's right leg, which mm-hmm. apparently is masculine energy, and leg is about moving forward. Mm-hmm. And um, the one that surprised me though recently was someone saying, and, and I can't remember if it was ankle or what, but it was about joy. So it was about a lack of joy. And that just got that thought going for me. Mm. So I'm, I'm not in a hurry these days well, generally, I have a default behaviour which is yeah, push. However, when I you know when I'm when I'm when I'm when I'm able to just step back, there's no hurry. Like everything will come when it's time. And so for me, I just let that okay joy. But what does that mean? And however, once it's sort of set in, I realised that I don't. I couldn't even say I actually experienced joy per mm. se. 
I have a laugh, I have a this, I have that, but joy itself, like, to me, that just seems too light for me to even experience it. Well, you, you're talking about it, you, you, you know, you're planting the seed, maybe you'll start to see, and even subconsciously we go, you know, for me as well, I don't see joy, but then all of a sudden I start to sort of see what joy is, you know, mm. I start to consciously sort of look for it. Mm. And yeah, but, but joy can block other things as well. And I was talking to my mm. kinesiologist just think yesterday, the day before, yeah, about joy. And that's for me, and this is again, on a spiritual level, blocking my third eye. So my ability to, you know, really get clear on why I'm here, what my vision is. Um, and she said, you know, what's it like to, what would it, what would it be like to experience joy? And I said, well, just, you know, I'd, I'd live life, you know, like I'd really, you know, it'd be fulfilling. Mm-hmm. You know? So having that correlation and again, not solving problems at the time, but she balances things up. So like legs and, you know, stuff like that. She can really sense when things are out of whack. Um, and can go back through to your ancestry as well, um, which is mm. kind of cool and balance that stuff out. But that joy, yeah, it was a big thing. And yeah, it was funny that she said that that's blocking your third eye. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, 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 and you don't feel you, you're allowed to experience joy. And mm. her spin on it was that it came from when I was younger. Yeah. That yeah. I felt joy. And it, well, I'd like to. I was talk- unab- unable to express it. I'd like to talk about the present moment, which is something that came up a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. So how about we talk about being in the present um, on the next episode, and I'm sure. sure the joy will be part of that. Oh, I'm sure too. Done. Yeah. Done deal. You're the boss. Thanks, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. See you in the next one. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross, L and Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact regarding the show, please reach out to us via email at Ross luke at gmail.com that's ross l luke at gmail.com to discover more about myself ross pepper please visit my website rosspepper.com to check out l and discover what he can do for your team please visit his website alistairmcdonald.com.au and if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au this has been the ross l and luke show Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.